Welcome to the Cyberman show, a place that makes you smarter about cyberverse. Beat cybersecurity, cloud, emerging tech, startups or ideas. We have it all. Let's begin. Hello everyone, welcome to today's uh, episode. It's 24th of July 2022 when I'm recording this. So today we'll be covering <clears throat> specific event that happened in cyber warfare category, things like radio station getting out in Ukraine. A specific technique uh, that uh, APK29 is using. There are a few breaches that happened last week. New fraud campaigns I found. Some cryptocurrency specific uh, issues as well as other relevant news in the cyber security. Okay. Starting with cyber security warfare. So uh, some of the radio stations in Ukraine were hacked uh, and uh, they broadcasted a new fake news about uh, Zelensky's health. They claimed that he's... Uh, under intensive care and his duties are performed by the chairman of the, their central parliament, Mr. Ruslan Stefanchuk. And uh, eventually, uh, Mr. Zelensky came out with a tweet that I have never felt as healthy as now. And uh, this uh, broadcast was uh, done between 12 to 2 p.m., typically uh, the time when most people are active and there are nine major radio stations that were impacted. Okay. Now. This is all about misinformation campaigns that we have seen in the past also. They are done on social media, they were done on uh, television uh, television stations and now radio stations also. So remember, you know, it's all about how information or fake news can be spread in today's world where IT is being used. So don't trust everything you see or hear, honestly. Also, uh, Russian hackers uh, have tricked Ukrainians with a fake uh, app on Android. Now, uh, to give you some background, when the cyber war started, or the war started between uh, Russia and Ukraine, uh, Ukraine started a uh, campaign call, uh, with a motive to recruit Ukrainians to support uh, the IT army of Ukraine in doing a DDoS attack on multiple Russian government websites. Now, a lot of Ukrainians supported, other people who supported Ukraine also became part of it. Now, what this specific group uh, called uh, Tulla, also known as Krypton, Venomous Beer, Waterberg, and Eurobros, uh, they have uh, or they created an app. Uh, this app uh, claimed, or this this web the website that was promoting this app claimed that it uh, is uh, belonging to is is of regiment of the Ukrainian National Guard, and uh, they had ads. Are requesting Ukrainians to join this uh, uh, campaign against Russia uh, and by downloading this app and doing DDoS using this app. Luckily, not many people downloaded it and uh, the impact hence was minuscule. But look at you know uh, how uh, world is moving where you know people claim to do certain things but they don't. Uh, I'm sure some of you are surprised, some of you are not. So. Russians can claim as Ukrainians, Ukrainians can claim as Russians, and any any country or any person can claim to be anyone on the IT side. Okay? So beware of what you download, what you see, what you become part of. Be very careful of that. Then uh, a group called APT29, also known as Nobelinium or Crazy Beer, uh, also called as Cloak Dorsa, has been found to use uh, the popular online collaboration uh, or storage services of Dropbox and Google Drive. Now, going to the threat actor, APT29 is affiliated with the Russian government. They they have campaigns going back from 2008 where they were targeting Chechnya and other uh, 
countries in the former Soviet bloc. Uh, they were also associated with the uh, attack on the United States uh, Democratic National Committee, also were behind the solar winds supply chain compromise in 2020. And in last six months, they are known to do several fishing campaigns targeting foreign diplomatic missions. But in their recent uh, campaigns that uh, this research report uh, has uh, uh, analyzed is that they are targeting a particular NATO country, uh, Ministry of Foreign Affairs, and they sent this PDF, which the name of agenda, agenda.pdf, and it contained a link for uh, an upcoming meeting with an ambassador in Portugal. So, a typical lure, okay. and then uh, also the the report claim, uh, claims that, or report states that the file was created or modified two hours before the actual uh, delivery of the email. It contained a link to uh, a Dropbox to retrieve a malware payload and this malware is called NV Scout. And the, there was another link in a different sample which belonged to a genuine company based out of Canada and this company does digital marketing. Now fortunately in the, the first attempt the Dropbox of that user was blocked which often happens in a lot of companies, a lot of places. Uh, uh, so, the attackers modified the samples and there were uh, news links given. Now, the entire uh, process involved send, you know, uh, sending a spear phishing email uh, with the name agenda.pf, which impacted the user when the connection is made, it downloaded the first payload and after that, the, you know, the second level of payload was downloaded, some content was pushed on Google Drive and then this payload of Cobalt Strike, which is a known red teaming tool for creating attacks. So some uh, payload from based on Cobalt Strike was downloaded. Now, this is interesting because uh, Google Drive and Dropbox or any other storage uh, sites are used popularly by a lot of enterprises. Okay? Now, to solve this problem, we have to inspect the, the services. Now, the question is, do these collaboration platforms forms or storage platforms allows APIs to download this file, inspect these files and a lot of these files are uh, personal files, they are confidential files. So if I, we have to analyze this, we have to send this data back to a software security uh, platform, get it analyzed there, an example could be a sandbox and if this is malicious, you know, then flag it out and block it. Now, is this happening today? Yes, in some, some products do that. Uh, is it speci happening specifically uh, with Google Drive? I have to find out. I personally don't know about this, but definitely a problem def uh, worth checking. Also, uh, some rumors around Conti. So, for people who don't know about Conti, Conti was a very popular ransomware gang. I think most notorious in 2021. They were shut down after their famous hack of uh, the Costa Rica government. Government declared a uh, uh, emergency because a lot of their systems were attacked, there was a major ransomware demand, and then eventually there was a news of contact going underground. Now there are three groups that are tracked by cybersecurity researchers and researchers are believing that all of them belong to people or some people who are part of the contact ransomware gang are affiliated with these groups. First group is a, a group called the Black Bastard Rans uh, Ransomware Gang. It started its operation a month before Conti's shutdown. Now, some of the TTTPs, uh, tool practice and procedures that are seen in uh, Blackbuster's uh, 
campaigns including payment sites recovery portal victim communications and negotiation methods all are similar to contact the second group black bite ransomware which has been active since august 2021 is also showing similar technical capabilities things like having a worm capability also using deleting uh, the delete function of volume shadow storage by resizing it and it was also seen with conti and then the third group uh, called caracut which is also ras they typically extort victims by stealing their data and uh, telling them that this data will be published online or on underground forums if the ransom is not paid they demanded ransoms from the range of $25000 to $30 million in cryptocurrency now it is quite possible that the members of conti are still doing something maybe some of them have left and joined these separate gangs or maybe they are they have started new gangs as things move further during the year we'll come to know more about this uh breaches a digital security company called entrust is breached by ransomware gang so this report came from entrust and uh, their ceo gave this public statement they confirmed this attack but the details the technical details of the attacks were not divulged uh, however uh, there were another reports uh, on internet where uh, details of these operations were leaked included things like the ransomware uh, gang purchase compromised uh, credentials of interest employees and use them to breach the network okay now entrust is a very popular software uh, i i used i have worked on it almost 15 18 years back uh, used it's very popular uh, in both public sector and private sector uh, and they make softwares for encrypted communications securing digital payments as well as identity issues right don't be surprised if a security company is gets breached mis uh, people make mistakes you know it can happen to anyone uh, and uh, it's all because of most of the times as you know it's because of social engineering issues that employees leave their credentials exposing the you know the entire company so be very careful of what you are doing you can you know expose your entire company's uh, information if you lose your credential corporate credential anyway also in india clear trip uh, has announced a data breach uh, and there were screenshots that were posted on internet by a threat actor which uh, showed uh, data of their passenger or customers as well as uh, their internal audit reports and reports on the gst uh, okay and uh, clear trip has confirmed it and they are involved they have involved uh, some of the local uh, agencies there and uh, this data is supposedly available on internet for selling okay. also a company uh, focus on mental health called feelu their uh, uh, customer data of 75 78000 users is uh, available or was exposed because of a configuration is- issue in their platform and everybody who was part of their platform was able to see those email addresses and some other data right so this issue has been fixed but this was because of a vulnerability in the platform itself okay so i think it's a best practice we should all apply basic cyber security hygiene continuously check uh, or do audits of uh, issues on the platform okay on the fraud side there's a new fraud uh, uh, it's called pig butchering uh, comes from the term uh, or the concept of feeding a pig before you kill it for eating right so in, in this Uh, in, in a similar scenario, what has happened is uh, strangers are luring people 
acting as uh, you know, uh, companions uh, by doing the flirt or romantic uh, communications and uh, they uh, promise uh, romance and riches uh, before they cut them off and take their money so essentially what these scammers are doing is they're luring people who are vulnerable they you know start uh, by sending a message you know that uh, somebody clicks then you know it takes them to a site where you know there is some uh, Uh, messaging happened and then the people moved to whatsapp groups and uh, or whatsapp chats and eventually the victims are uh, uh, you know made to invest in this cryptocurrency platform that guarantee committed uh, returns and if you are on my youtube channel I, i'm putting screenshots of you know what kind of returns they are promising so 39% returns 40% returns all that is promised and once the person invests no, nobody replies back uh, nobody you can't take your money out right so be very careful of these schemes okay also in, in india the punjab state power corporation limited has notified that some people are using their names to extort money so these scammers are calling uh, uh, people's uh, people of uh, the state posing as the employees of the corporation and threatening them uh, uh, for cutting their electricity connections if the payments are not made Okay, so this was announced by the corporation earlier. On the crypto side, a group called Two Two Zero Crypto Mining has hijacked thirty thousand systems, and these systems were hacked either because of some vulnerability in the configuration or service. And then this group is particularly known for their scripting capabilities around cloud and uh, Linux. And these uh, uh, this group has installed a cryptocurrency miner called Pondrick, with and. Uh, the the script that they are using is also designed to remove cloud security rules and and carry out ssh boot forcing attack by using 450 hard coded credentials to further use other systems in the network right so it two zeros just focus on crypto mining okay so there are platforms there are capabilities available that can detect crypto mining uh, if it is done on your systems that are hosted in the cloud look at third party cloud security detector tools also there's a new malware called evilem uh, which is targeting cryptocurrency and commodity platforms also defi platforms this uh, malware is, is active since 2018 and it is tracked using uh, moniker called ta4563 and death stalker and uh, it, it again works in a similar way there's a malicious email sent that contains a malicious document it infects the system and then once it is there it starts impacting or trying to steal uh, cryptocurrency Uh, and anything related to commodities okay so this is not uh, a new trend uh, we have been seeing attacks from last year where there are dedicated malwares uh, targeting uh, stealing cryptocurrency from wallets etc okay also fbi sees 500000 ransomware payments from uh, uh, 500 usd 500000 dollars from uh, north korean hackers so you know they've been this particular ransomware group uh, Uh, that launched moi ransomware uh, and it targeted the uh, healthcare providers in Kansas and Colorado and uh, so the law enforcement has been able to take out some money not uh, all the details of you know how the entire sum of 500000 is is mentioned but uh, two payments of 100000 dollars and another one of, uh, of uh, 120000 dollars uh, is uh, mentioned 
so the law enforcement would typically work with uh, cryptocurrency exchanges and cash out service providers to uh, seize those funds right so this is good uh, you know that law enforcement is trying is understanding and taking actions on the recent cryptocurrency frauds in other security news a report has come out that tracks th- around 30 years worth of cyber criminal activity data on underground forums and they have come up with uh, uh, things like you know how easy it is to become a cyber criminal today because a lot of these underground forums provide those tools as ser- those softwares as either services at a very cheap cost as low as ten dollars and then also stolen credentials from various companies as low as five dollars they provide advertisements uh, you know they provide support they provide escrow they provide vendor ratings and Typically, in, in these websites, the length, the average life of this, these underground forums is four to five days because of law enforcement uh, chasing them down. But vendor ratings carry from one place to another. So, the, any, any person who's selling these malware software, malicious toolkits, they carry those reputations okay, from one side to another. So, that's what this report talks about. I don't find anything surprising in this. Uh, I've been seeing this for a long, long time. You know, there is always competition available. People are making it very easy to any uh, to become cyber criminal. Okay, uh, but please don't do it. You know, there are law enforcement is uh, going to come after you. Okay, another report that uh, talks uh, about uh, some of the stats on phishing in quarter two of 2022. So they mentioned top ten sites that are used for uh, phishing. So LinkedIn is number one. Which what that means is some people. People or cyber criminals are using LinkedIn-based campaigns to lure credentials from uh, employees. Okay. Also, Microsoft and, and other software like Amazon, Apple, Adidas. Uh, okay. So, somebody will send you a fake invoice of Amazon or a Rift reward co- coupon in a PDF and, you know, open it and you get infected. Right. So, this is a good report right. from a learning perspective. Also, another report that talked about the most vulnerability seen on uh, internet traffic. So, Log4j is number one, as I was expecting. Uh, not no surprises there because you know it is the most, Java is the most deployed application worldwide, and hence Log4j becomes more uh, relevant there. Okay. Also, Microsoft has planned to block macros again. So they started with blocking, they unblocked, and finally they reverted back. So from 27 July, macros will be blocked. Great. Also, a document from uh, NIST is there. Uh, it uh, talks about the cybersecurity updates on the uh, HIPAA uh, side. Great. And the new things they're talking about is telehealth, telemedicine guidance, supply chain guidance, cloud security, ransomware, phishing, and essentially how hospital and related uh, organizations should handle cybersecurity. So, this is great. Uh, with that, thank you so much. I'm thankful to my sources again who help us learn. And if you have any questions, please leave comments on my YouTube channel or my Twitter handle. And I'll see you next time. Keep learning.